Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in on this Monday afternoon. Short show today. Monday Night Football follows us at 4.30. Chris Ello out in Portland as the uh, pilots and the Aztecs take on uh, one another in tonight's action. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby here. A lot going on uh, really across the board, especially in baseball. Padre news specifically. We'll, We'll start with the uh, the golden news and uh, Hassan Kim gets uh, the utility gold glove, Fernando Tatis Jr. gets the right field gold glove. Two guys uh, certainly deserving. Uh, how about a round of applause, Derek Scrape, uh, for uh, the, the Sorry, two gentlemen? Sorry, I'm trying here. to get the cameras going. Oh, the cameras I... are our demise once again. Let me break. Welcome in my there. There's a round of applause for. You. Hassan Cameron, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, Mr. Ello, how are you, man? Out in Portland, uh, is it raining? Is it sunny? Where, where are we at? Oh no, it's raining. I mean, it's uh, that's it's been raining since the minute we touched down, and it's uh, still raining ahead of the uh, Aztec women's basketball opener tonight, which uh, conveniently gets underway at about uh, five o'clock this afternoon, and then after our broadcast. You know, people can flip over and uh, watch the men play uh, Fres- or, uh, Cal State Fullerton. I mean, uh, it's an exciting day in San Diego. The Aztec men's basketball team def- begins defense of its uh, final four run a year ago. So yeah. and they're going to hang the banner tonight, and it should be an emotional night at uh, Viejas Arena. But I'm well. I'm very well. The first road trip of the year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always fun being out on the road a little bit after you've been cooped up at home for a while. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. Uh, as Chris mentioned, the uh, the men's team takes on Cal State Fullerton at Viejas here tonight. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of that. Back to the Padre news. Uh, so that's the good part, yeah. right? Fernando wins a gold glove, which I think is really no surprise. Hassan Kim winning yeah. one, whether it's at second or at the utility spot again. No real surprise And people there. are mad that he didn't win at second base, though, Tony. You know, there's still some Padre people out there that are like, Nico Horner, are you kidding me? But honestly, is anybody going to remember six months from now where Hassan Kim's gold glove came? The fact of the matter is he won one and it was deserving. Hassan so doesn't be seem happy with that. Hassan doesn't seem too no. upset about it. And, uh, <laughs> I Nico, don't think so. Nico Horner <laughs> certainly was deserving. Uh, it wasn't like this guy came mm-hmm. out of nowhere and, and snatched a gold glove from Hassan. There was uh, a lot of surprising choices, though. Brenton Doyle, the rookie. Uh, I didn't think that was a surprise Rockies. either. You didn't? No. Uh, he, he was good. He, he was, was good. Really but, I mean, good. for a rookie – for a rookie to come in and, and just all of a sudden be judged as better than any other fielder in, in center field is pretty impressive. And 
And, you know, my congratulations to Key Brian Hayes, the Pirates third baseman. <laughs> but just, you know, for the hell of it, I have to say, Tony, the day that Key Brian Hayes makes me as comfortable as Manny Machado at third base will be a, a long day coming. I, I still get upset every time Manny doesn't win that award. But yeah, no, another, good for Key Brian Hayes. Another kid who is deserving. Uh, listen, we, we're spoiled. We get to watch Manny on a nightly basis. We don't have that luxury with a lot of these guys who, who took home an award right. on the defensive side. Um, I, I thought Doyle in particular, because I, I – I consider myself pretty tough on um, outfielders, specifically yeah, center fielders. Center fielders. Sure. Um, I thought he was – watching him in person, the amount of ground he covers, he has a big arm that he threw out a bunch of people who kept trying to run on him. Um, and I think it's really a testament to how they do gold glove awards now. There was a time, as you and I talked about right. maybe a couple months ago, where you, you couldn't just be a good defender. The offense needed to – kind of come along with it and that's why some guys kept winning the award more so than their defense and you had to have a reputation yes Tony. If yes. you didn't have a reputation as a great defensive player it was almost impossible to knock somebody off their perch yeah yeah and that's you what know? that's so. what that's what makes fernando you know because he although he might be one of the most exciting players i don't think anybody came into the year like oh this guy is one of the best defenders we've ever seen but uh, his reputation grew pretty quickly in right field. Uh, yeah. he, he, he adapted. And he beat out Mookie Betts, a, he a, did. Mookie Betts, a guy who had won it many times. Yeah, so he, that's, it, that's even a bigger feather in Fernando's cap. It, it was no slouch he was going up against, to say, to say the least. Right. Um, aside yeah. from that, so that's the good stuff. So here's kind of the, I would say, it's not bad. It's just, uh, you know, kind of lukewarm, if you will, depending on how you view <laughs> it. Michael Walker. Uh, the Padres declined their two-year, $32 million club option uh, on his services. He then turned around and declined his player option, which was for $6.5 million. So, in essence, he becomes a free agent. I think the probably the more surprising one uh, of, of, of the guys who, because uh, he wasn't the only one, Seth Lugo also declined his option. We talked... On Friday, before the show ended, that Chris Carpenter accepted his Matt option. Carpenter. Shooting, Chris Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. Yes. Accepted I his. Wish it was uh, Chris Carpenter. <laughs> 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 Matt Carpenter accepted his, um, his, his player option. Uh, the surprising one, I think, to me was Nick Martinez. Uh, the Padres uh, and Nick Martinez declined their simultaneous option. So the Padres decided. Um, they weren't going to uh, finish out. I think his, I think the Padres' side of that was sixteen million, um, and I think Nick Martinez's side was eight. The Padres declined theirs. He declined his. So that means he's a free agent. So it's not just uh, Michael Walker and Seth Lugo now that you have to account for. You got to account for for a guy who I think was extremely valuable to the Padres. And Nick Martinez. So that's the lukewarm part. Um, the Padres managerial. Yeah. The, the, the pitching staff. Let's yeah, get to let's that, start for that first. Second, yeah, go ahead. Tony, but I just want to talk about the pitching staff. The pitching staff has unfortunately been shredded here in a very short amount of time. I mean, we all expect to lose Blake Snell to free agency. We, we know we're going to lose Josh Hader to free agency. You're talking about five really good arms that, right. are, that are likely not to be here next year. You know, when you talk about Snell, you talk about 
Lugo, you talk about Waka, that's 60% of your rotation. Nick Martinez is your key, you know, uh, you know, what, what do they call switch art, Swiss army knife guy. Yeah, yeah. And then Josh Hader, you know, I go back to Waka and I wonder, do the Padres think that he's really not worth $16 million to another team out there? Because I could certainly understand he wouldn't accept six million. He's much worth. He's worth much more than that. But the Padres must think that he's not worth more than sixteen million, or they would have picked up that option. I wonder if some other team will think that he is worth sixteen million dollars. He's pitched that way now two straight years. We'll yeah. see. And as far as Nick Martinez is concerned, sixteen million sounds like a lot, but eight million doesn't sound bad. We'll see if Nick's able to make more than eight million somewhere, you know. And so everybody's betting on something happening down the road, but the bottom line is the Padres are without a lot of really good arms. Yeah, no, it, it's um, it, it's to me the Padres had to decide with Nick Martinez whether or not to exercise the sixteen million dollar options because it would have kicked in for both yeah. years. So it all it right. ultimately I don't think they should have. It ultimately would have equated to j- about the same of what um not about it would have it would accounted for the same of what Michael Walker was they declined right. on him as well. Uh maybe yeah. sixteen is too high, but my guess is eight is probably too low. So it maybe there's some right. room somewhere in the middle there for the Padres, unless the team, of course, feels like he is worth that 16. That part, right. and as you mentioned, it's it's now become a, a quite a few pieces. You couple that with the two hundred, the, the reported two hundred million dollar price tag that the team is supposed to get to, or or get at. Um, you know, that it's going to complicate it. But that also could mean that. AJ is maybe trying to clip it so he can get a little creative with this space that he is is now right. um, having now. I think that the offseason will determine that. You certainly know he won't sit on his hands. I, I can You can almost guarantee he is going to be active. Yeah. It's just going to have to be in a um, more, you know, fine number. You're not going to be going as high as maybe you have in the past. Um Onto yeah. the, and a lot ahead. of people think that by declining those options, one more thing, Tony, that this opens it up for him to maybe have a better chance to keep Juan Soto. Maybe. We just don't, we just don't know what he's thinking, right? right? I mean, we never have known what he's thinking, so it's kind of silly for us to try to guess now. Now, uh, the managerial search. Uh, the Padres, according to uh, John Morosi, the Padres are said to have four finalists for their managerial position. Internal candidates, Mike Schilt. Ryan Flaherty. External candidates, Benji Gill, Carlos Mendoza. Now, since that was tweeted out, one name has come off the list reportedly according to, uh, I think it was Sherman uh, of the New York Post that um, was the one who tweeted that. Uh, correct, Scrape? Uh, are we talking Mets? Yes. Yes, it was that, and John Heyman had another um, hard spelling mistake here. Was it? Was it, We got another uh, it, it, uh, another Larser. It, it was wasn't it? Arson, arson Judge. Yeah. It was the MERS have oh the MERS not the Mets but the MERS, the Mers. <laughs> have uh, come to agreement. So so um, yeah. So Carlos the Mendoza Mers. having big thumbs myself, I understand that. So. <laughs> Carlos Mendoza, one of those external candidates, he comes off the board reportedly. He's going to be the Mets manager. Um, so it sounds like, based on the things I've read, that Mike Schilt seems to be the leader, uh, but. A few things have happened. 
right? Not only did Carlos Mendoza become the Mets manager, Craig Council became the Cubs manager. That therefore lead putting David Ross now on the board in terms of managers that have some availability. Mm. Uh, I I don't know if that means he'll be you know a, a late entry into this coaching search, but you know he is a name that has had some success. Um, doing it. So I don't know where that leads, but the Craig Council move, because remember, he was reportedly uh, you know, interviewing for the Mets. I don't think the Cubs were even on the board. This is kind of out of the uh, Padres getting Bob Melvin type deal. Craig Council yes, switches uh, in division, <laughs> into the division, a big rival between the two. Uh, he goes to the yeah. Cubs. Uh, uh, Ross now becomes available. Did they, I don't think anybody saw this one coming. Was was David Ross, did he know it was coming? Because he wasn't so. fired, right? No, he wasn't. But there was talk up at the end of the year because of the collapse that day. Because remember, they were the ones that were leading they did have that a wild collapse. card place, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think back to the, the fly ball hit the right field that was misplayed in Milwaukee, I believe that was. Uh, the Cubs ended up losing that game. Or no, it was in Atlanta. They would have clinched. It was the ninth oh, inning. Oh, yeah. It would have clinched the spot. It was Suzuki. It was Suzuki. That's right. Yeah. Loses it in the whatever, the lights. He didn't catch it. However, it went down. Now uh, a manager, but a month later, a manager's fired, and uh, you have a new one. Craig Council. Not a bad one to have, certainly. No, I think the Cubs figured if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. I mean, they've been <laughs> trying shame. to beat Craig Council for years, so they just brought him in. I. You know, but this is surprising. I mean, as of this morning, David Ross was the manager of the Cubs. Now he gets let go. But it just reminds me, Tony, that A.J. Preller is always lurking out there. And you don't know what he's doing. And in the same vein as we didn't know what the Cubs were doing with Craig Council, I still think it's open season for the Padres situation. I know that... Schilt has been reported. I know that Flaherty has been reported. I know that Benji Gill has been reported. But I'm still thinking names that haven't been reported. And I don't know exactly. The Padres need to do something soon. I mean, Stephen Vogt went off the board today. He was taken by the Cleveland Guardians. So just about everybody who needs a manager has one now. And the Padres are, you know, one of the few teams that, that are a little late to this party. It makes me think that that A.J. Priller is still seeing who he can talk to and still seeing who he can go visit with and maybe see if he can't make something else happen. Mike Schilt, Ryan Flaherty, Benji Gill, all three probably terrific managers, terrific guys, have great qualifications, but none of them move the needle a great deal. I, I think that they would be acceptable hires. I think people would be happy with them. But A.J. Preller loves to make a splash. This is what he's known for. And I'm just, I'm just cautioning everybody that if some other name comes out of left field the way that Craig Council to the Cubs did, don't be overly shocked. I have a name for you, too. I have a name for you. Do we want to hear this? Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you Go do. Ahead. We're going to have to do it after the break, though. 
Oh, ladies and gentlemen, scrape with a tease. Oh, yes, but we oh, should oh, mention oh. we should mention though that Chris is not in a tube somewhere, as the stream is saying. He's oh, in does Portland. it sound like he's in a tube? Yeah, I mean, it sounds definitely different from what they're normally hearing Chris from. But <laughs> Chris tube. is in a uh, hotel room in Portland, and he is going to join us throughout the show for uh, Big Five and the rest of this hour. Speaking of that, um, you won't get your daily dose of Chris versus the fans, but you will get your. I don't know if it's a dose, but you'll get Gwen versus the fans. <laughs> yes. And we'll couple that win that usually qualifies you to a trip to Vegas. Uh, we'll couple that with a pair of tickets to Green Day at Petco Park on September 28th. Oh, wow. This is huge. Yeah. So uh, sit back. Short show today. Who's playing Monday Night Football? Chargers and Jets. Oh. Lots of implications fantasy-wise for our Odyssey League. Yeah. Certainly yeah. so. I think I have Garrett Wilson going in the other league. You have Garrett Wilson in, yes. in this league. Oh, is it this? Is yeah. it, oh, no, it is this league. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll dis- <laughs> we'll Tony's di- in now. <laughs> we'll discuss. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. More Gwen and Chris on the way. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Monday program here. Tony Gwynn Jr. and Matt Scraby broadcasting live from the Odyssey Palace Studios in San Diego. Chris Ello here in Portland, Oregon. Getting ready for an uh, Aztec women's basketball game tonight at 5 o'clock. Of course, the men, 7.30 at Viejas Arena to host uh, Cal State Fullerton kickoff defense of their amazing Final Four run a year ago. Should be a tremendous night out at Viejas Arena. Good luck to Brian Dutcher. And the Aztecs, uh, if you're wondering about NFL week number nine, We will get uh, deep into that. Our good, bad, and ugly is coming up in about 15 minutes. So we will recap the Dolphins' pratfall yesterday in Germany and uh, all of the other goings-on in the National Football League. What did you call it? A a pratfall. What is that? A pratfall. That's... Well, that's when you go out there expecting to perform well and you fall on your face. I mean, that's that's a pratfall. That's you know, that's about what Tua Tonga Vailoa and the Dolphins' offense did yesterday. They came up with nothing, and uh, you know, it's starting to become the norm for them against good teams. But uh, we'll kick that around, and uh, the rest of it uh, in the National Football League. Of course, we're going towards uh, Monday Night Football tonight. Justin Herbert and the Chargers taking on 
The New York Jetropolitans. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about the Padres managerial situation and search, which uh, according to reports, reports would have you believe it's either going to be Mike Schilt or Ryan Flaherty or Benji Gill. And it's those three guys and those three guys only. Uh, I caution that A.J. Preller is a man who likes to pull surprises and it wouldn't completely knock me off my seat if he came up with some other some other candidate at the last minute, much like what the Cubs did today, stealing Craig Council stealing, away from the Brewers. Thieving. Yeah. Thievery. <laughs> well the thing My is the gosh. thing that got me, Tony, was that all of with all of the people out there that make reports on this stuff, it no was, one saw well it. he's gonna interview with the Mets yeah. and the interview with the Guardians. But nobody said the Cubs. So it, it obviously happened totally behind closed doors. But Scraby says he's got a, a possible managerial name yeah. for the Padres. So everybody uh, sit down. If you're driving, pull over to the side of the road and get ready for this bombshell. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Chris, for that introduction <laughs> over get here. Get yourself ready. First, I have to <laughs> investigate something we just saw on the st- I just saw on the stream, but uh, there's uh, rumors of Buck Showalter now coming to San Diego. I know we kind of talked about it before. That was an early one. That's a, yeah. uh, Where'd you see that at? Uh, on the stream, so I'm not going with it yet. Okay, I just okay. got to verify it before you know, we go. I'm going to pull a. I'm going to pull a. Uh, I'm going to pull a Mad Dog Russo. If they hire Buck Showalter, I'm You're staying retired. and living in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> okay, it, yeah, that's it. I'm not not coming back home. <laughs> Don't do us like that, Chris. Uh, I, I, know, I know. I I I will say I've heard the name Mark DeRosa. Ooh. I don't know how uh, accurate it is, but I did hear hear that in the ether. It's kind of been up in the 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 atmosphere a little bit but i don't know certainly haven't seen any reporting that he he's interviewed so we'll see no it hasn't but Who do you have scrape <laughs> i have albert pujols we talked about this a couple i think it was a Where couple weeks ago chris when from? you were when tony was not here he was on his vacation i believe we talked about it but there are people out there that think that the Padres need a former player as a manager and someone who was a great former player. And then AJ can do his thing on the side because Albert Pujols, I, I don't think necessarily would want to be day-to-day operations. And so it would be a fit for everyone. You get Albert Pujols, a legend in there, and you get AJ to, has, has uh, doing his own thing. Has Albert made any mention of wanting to manage ever? Does anybody have any... Got anything from I him. tried to read everything he said over the weekend, but did, I couldn't did, catch up. Did, I couldn't. Did you see anything no, in which no. you saw that he said, I, you know, I would be interested in that? No, but but does he really want to be the Angels, like, um, come on out guy and say the hi Angels, to our... He goes to, he does the, the Fox games. He does. I saw him on there during the playoffs. Did anybody else see that? I swear. Or TBS, one of the two. Oh, I did not no, see I that. I saw him for sure. I... The thing is, is I'm gonna, I would be the person right now who would just completely shoot this down and say that Scraby is crazy and has lost his mind. However, yep. Scraby was the only one of us and the only person that I know of who stuck to the fact that Bob Melvin was going to wind that, up in San Francisco. That doesn't count. Even against though. all odds. What? Doesn't, How does that, that doesn't count? count? You know you why it doesn't count? Because, <laughs> does because, that not count? because, because he, like, he craves drama. So he <laughs> he was he was hoping for like the most dramatic exit possible. And of course, he usually says voices these things on air and this one happened 
to come true. I was, you know, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but I will pat myself on the back. I was spot on from this whole thing. As soon as they got rid of Gabe Kapler, I thought they're coming after Bob Melvin. <laughs> I thought it. And I said it on the air, Chris, didn't I? This guy is just... I hate l- to give you credit. Don't. Because, you know, that... that that all right, I won't. Okay. He was, was about a, to give was, me it, credit. He doesn't need it. Really yeah, I, I have to go. This I have like to throw you the in the blind squirrel. Yeah, blind squirrel finds an acorn. You just caught. You got lucky. Yeah, we had to that change one. that up a little bit. Acorns, I don't think you're yeah, going to get lucky perfect. on AJ on uh, Albert Pujols. No, I don't, I don't no, no. I wasn't calling on. that. I wasn't calling that or saying that it was going to happen. But I've seen that wow. bounced around. Uh, the um, the show this is okay this is the first and last time I'll ever say something on the air that I read on the stream without confirming it it was a fake Jeff Passan report so oh the good old fake I'm, Jeff Passan but we never report. officially went with it so we we're not all bad you I know? still I, I'll tell you one thing we've gone you, this threesome us three we've all kind of nodded our head in agreement that Skip Schumacher would be a tremendous tremendous pull he would uh but i've not seen that written or reported anywhere there has been no inkling that that could actually happen but i'm going to stay with that until further notice and hope that maybe we get lucky on one but uh uh, i don't know i'm still i'm still kind of thinking aj might pull a pull a fast one on us at this point i think it's silly that you don't have that kind of little bit of hesitation thought that he he's going to do something that we aren't thinking of well we're going to talk about right. this more in the Big Five at 340, but they did name a AAA manager that, that came out of left field for me, obviously, because I, I had never heard of Mike Daly. But he also didn't have any professional managerial experience, so I'm going to ask you guys in the Big Five what you think about that. Awesome. We I'm cannot to wait to answer that question. Good old AAA manager question. Love it. <laughs> it's a good one because right, I know I was a little confused. I was like, huh. I thought you actually had to have coaching experience to be a manager, but I, I tend not yeah. to go too far down that road before okay. talking to you guys. All right. Looking forward to yeah, the don't El go Paso too far. talk. Don't go too far. And uh, before we go to break, I do want to officially congratulate my partner, That's Tony right. Wynn Jr., who was officially inducted into the Poway High School Hall of Fame Saturday night. Uh, Scraby and I were uh, very honored to attend the ceremony, and uh, uh, my man Larry out there and oh, yeah. uh, all the people at Poway High did a wonderful job welcoming us and uh, honoring Tony. Uh, there was two other honorees uh, on Saturday night, but uh, Tony was kind of the... Tony was kind of the cleanup hitter. They saved the best for last. I don't know and, how. Uh, that, Tony, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss. You went up there and you, yeah, you went up there and got through your speech uh, somehow. Barely. But, uh, we were proud. Of, we were very proud of you. I we appreciate you guys you. coming. It was, uh, say the least, it was a lot more emotional than I actually ever considered in my mind. Wow. And so uh, we'll, yeah. we'll discuss about I really, this. I about agree this with whole you. I didn't think it was that thing. big. Of, yeah, I didn't really think it was that big of a deal until I got there, and then I went, wow, this is kind of cool. I, I, this you know, is pretty you know, impressive. You know what's funny is I think that's why it was so hard for me to get through the speech because I didn't. I, I think in my mind I just envisioned it being something different, but it was a much yeah, bigger deal a once you honor. like walked in there. So 
I thought it was cool going through the uh, the Poway Titan Hall of Fame. I like I like seeing old stuff. Oh, my so kid, I was going through like the 1970 yearbook. And yeah, just my through that my stuff. kids really enjoyed that. They yeah. they enjoyed the uh, oh, getting they got look a at the yearbook. Out of oh, high school yearbook. I, yeah. I hadn't I haven't heard the yeah. end of that high school yearbook picture since Chris and, we left. You <laughs> won't for a while. <laughs> Chris and I were kind of a fly on the wall for that moment when your family walked in and your your kids were all like making fun of you. And yeah. It was really hilarious. They got to you know because I I went to school with two cousins and a sister so they got to see like all of us at the age yes. of what 18 17 <laughs> they loved it. yeah it was it was they it was it, it was a good sure. time I, I appreciate all that came out and supported it was uh it was a pretty cool event to say the least it was a special evening to be sure we got our good bad and ugly week nine of the national football league recap coming next on uh, gwen and chris Two thirty-eight on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scravy, Chris Ello out in Portland. Pilots in the Aztecs, the women Aztecs basketball team, tipping off tonight. The men's basketball team here at Vias tipping off against Cal State Fullerton. They open up their season. Um, we went to break talking a little bit about um, the honor I was I, I had bestowed upon me in uh, uh, going into the Poway High. Hall of Fame. Uh, the the interesting thing was Chris said I was the cleanup hitter, but I, I, this is no lie. There was uh, a Secret Service uh, woman who who was killed in the line of duty. She first got, and only the, woman for the Secret Service. That was interesting on on so many um, accounts. Right? It's not necessarily the the highlight for the Secret Service. Yet the gentleman that was up there made the point to mention it because. They haven't lost uh, an agent since then. Uh, all of the, um, I guess, protocol to, to engaging has changed over time. They haven't had a, a Secret Service uh, man or woman lost in the line of duty since then. Um, this, the second one was 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 really more mind blowing as mind blowing, right? I mean, still don't know what she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, can you explain to us what rocket science she was trying to? To explain to us? No, but it wasn't rocket science. <laughs> ha! Nah, <laughs> yeah, it was I got pretty you. impressive. Yeah, yeah no, it wait, was. Wait, it was yeah, Tony was probably the third best guy, but he was our favorite. <laughs> right. and we saved him for last, the whole so. time I was right. sitting there, I'm like, "This is, I mean, this is nice what, that they're honoring okay, you, the Secret Service." Do you guys Service remember agent. what uh, the field was that she was in? Um, she it's like quantum her, physics, yeah. Quantum physics. Yeah. that's what it was. I mean, she's the, like the, the the lady's name was Alice. Yes, yeah. Alice, and she was explaining things about how they're modeling how fire spread in Hawaii, and they had all these different slides up there. And she was talking about the droplets, and if the third droplet can hit another <laughs> droplet, and I'm like, <laughs> she this is what actual people are doing. Yeah, with no, their she lives. went into great detail. It was pretty clear that it uh, was. she was uh, a lot smarter than most of us in the the room at that. I point. wanted to yell out when you got up. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, it was a uh, it was a pretty cool moment. I got to share. Go ahead. Share I it. just put uh, the a blog up on ninety seven three thefansd.com. Just a few pictures, nothing special. But there is a video of Tony singing the fight song, the fight song now, with be his on, crew. I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not remember the fight song off the top of my head. It wasn't that I didn't remember the actual song. I couldn't remember like the cadence like the beat that it went <laughs> i couldn't remember it at all so I, I i was glad i had the the piece of paper and i was glad i had some uh some current students leading the way because uh, i would have been in trouble if it was left to me to, to be the leader of that 
That was Unbelievably so. I quizzed, I quizzed Scraby on his fight song, and he said he knew it. I, I, I sang like, it really? for him. Who knows their fight song? <laughs> roll it, roll it, roll it. As our futures grow it, keep the courage flow it. Rahide. Oh, you guys stole Quitting it. Quitting is That's never. Why. We always stick together, knowing that we're standing side by side. I'm done, because this is really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, safe to say, I didn't know it the way Scraby knows his. There's, there's no doubt. So you have that yeah, video, and then you have a couple other uh, pictures of Tony. Tony, you know, his... Uh, his his speech, you know, got me a little. There was a little dusty in the room. I'll say it that way. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I got choked up. I did. I got I, choked up also. I didn't even really did get a good job. It's quiet as kept. I didn't even get, really get to finish the, the speech because I could keep. I could keep my my stuff together up there. So I was also concerned about some <laughs> of the audio visual uh, stuff that was happening in the room because the one microphone wasn't working. Yeah. And and it just just me being the guy that I am, and they're right behind me. I just wanted to go over there and were, try to help. Were you them. twitching a little? I bit was over a there. little bit. I, I, I told could, to, I, I told Chris this is like my worst nightmare. <laughs> I can see, I can see that. I can see that. All right, uh, we got a GBU to get to here. Uh, do we have traffic? No, we don't have none of that. Let's just get right to it. Good, bad, the ugly, Chris Ello. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, thank you, Tony Gwynn Jr., Jr., you Hall of Famer. Jumer. Yeah, all right, there we go. There he is. Is that worthy of a promo? Like, is that worthy of a promo? No, no, no. Come on. All right, the good Cincinnati Bengals, Buffalo Bills, Sunday night football. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to think the Bengals might be the class of the AFC. I know that right now they're only 5-3, and but... Now that Joe Burrow is healthy and throwing for 350 yards like he did last night, the dangerous Bengals keep on rolling. Joe has the ball. 
Under pressure, dumps it nice. off short, caught. Drew Sample has a first down to the 10, the nice, 5, yeah. toward the pylon. He's in. <laughs> Touchdown. Beautiful. Bengals, <laughs> Drew Sample. He's, uh, is he adding the giggle beautiful. now, too? <laughs> It just yeah, sounds like he's man, like Dave just Lapham. sitting back enjoying the game now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're going to hear a lot more of him as the season goes on. The Bengals are hot. They beat the Bills 24-18 to last night. Uh, the best performance of the weekend was turned in by a rookie, C.J. Stroud. Ooh. Set a rookie record, 470 yards passing, five touchdowns, and he rallied the Texans to a thrilling win over Tampa Bay. Stroud in the gun, empty backfield after motion. First down to the Bucks, 15. Ten seconds to go. CJ gets the snap. CJ looking, throwing to the end zone. Yes! 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 with the reception. Oh my gosh, can that Was guy? Baby, I'm sure you love the overmodulation I on mean, that call. I mean, this is you can calm down a little bit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that young man is uh, playing some football right now. That. He made some yeah, unbelievable throws, and he spread the ball all around. Uh, he's he's doing his thing. He got a good. He's a good. Yeah, he's he a good. A he has game. a good head. First year head coach too, or second year head. Is it first year? No, first year head coach. Yeah, first, first year. year. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Houston beats Tampa Bay thirty nine thirty seven. The other good belonged to the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk, who it was Josh Dobbs who led the Vikings to uh, their fourth straight win. Even after he didn't take any reps all week in practice, Dobbs turned in a spectacular performance to beat the Falcons. Josh Dobbs goes out of the shotgun, puts Brandon Powell in motion. Four receivers. Dobbs looks left, shakes the shoulders, gets away from the pressure right, pumps on a Falcons linebacker, shakes and tackles the 15-10. Touchdown! Josh Dobbs! Beautiful run by Josh Dobbs. He threw for two, ran for one. The Vikings... Beat the Falcons 31-28. How about the fact that, as you mentioned, he didn't have any snaps at all. But he was asked by Kevin if you know where he was where his comfort level was. And just from doing his studying, he said, the game plan sheet, I'm good. Anything, you know, third down, short plays, two minutes. And that's just a testament to this young man pulling up on short notice. And although he wasn't able to take the reps, he, he sounds, sounded like he took a bunch of mental reps understanding what was being asked. And, I mean, that's that buys you a lot of cachet when you're coming to a new team. I mean, I saw him at one point during the game taking snaps yeah. because they hadn't heard his cadence yeah. at all. Yeah. And so in, like, real time, he's on the sideline taking snaps, giving, like, real calls as the offensive linemen are kind of, like, huddled around him listening. I just thought that was a, a really tremendous performance. He, he has to have bought himself a starting spot somewhere in this league, right? I, just mean, I don't know if he's, he's starting the, for the Vikings. Well, he's definitely going to start for the Vikings. I'm just saying. I'm talking about a, like long term. Like at least give him a chance to you, show you know, what he could do. He's pretty good. Yeah, I no, got to say. The NFL is certainly cutthroat enough to where there's no guarantees of anything. No, I know. But I will say he had to have bought some, some cachet totally. with the new guys that he's totally. about to lead uh, easily. Yeah. The other thing it proved to me is just how overrated football practice is. Guys are out here practicing oh. all week long, and the guy comes in, doesn't know any plays, and wins a football game. I always think of anyway, that one play the... of um, John Gruden trying to tell it to Chris Sims, <laughs> well, uh, and Chris Sims that, could not get dude, it right. That made, that made me like feel real I, I was I can't listen to the whole thing. I know, because it's like John point, Gruden. He just gives up. He's like... 
What is it again? Oh, and he's like, oh, what is wrong with you? It's XY Spider Monkey Banana Z3. I'm like, okay, coach. It was a heck of a lot longer than that, too. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right, that's the good. Here's the bad. And the leading uh, department of the bad is the Miami Dolphins. They continue to look like a Corvette against bad teams and like a jalopy against the good teams. <laughs> Tua Tonga-Vailoa and company struggled mightily on offense. And while they were struggling, Patrick Mahomes was doing his thing in Germany. Mahomes retreated. Pressure on the outside. Dumps it. McKinnon at the 15 10 Jet has flown all the way across the Atlantic and into the end zone. A 17-yard route out of the backfield by Jarek McKinnon. And the Chiefs have a two-touchdown lead. Chiefs would get to a three-touchdown lead before a late Miami rally, but uh, the Dolphins frittered away their final opportunity with Tua fumbling a snap from center. My goodness, come on now. Uh, Kansas City beats Miami 21-14. to Also not looking very good this week was the NFC West leading Seattle Seahawks. They lost their grip on first place in the division after they were run over by Lamar Jackson and the suddenly powerhouse Baltimore Ravens. Mark Andrews alone split to the left. Inside handoff. Keaton Mitchell. Brace the tackle. He's in the 35-30. He's late race 20. Rookies to the 10. Touchdown Ravens. Keaton Mitchell. No Raiders. Yeah, see, I thought I he like was going to say that. I, he said Ravens, but I was like, oh, wait. he said Ravens. Okay, like, what, wait, what is that? Well, huh? Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Keaton Mitchell proves to me that John Harbaugh's running attack is just like no other in the National Football yeah. League because it seems like they can plug anybody in there and they can run for big yardage. I don't want to take anything away from this young man. He had a great game, but I'd never heard of him before the game. And uh, he's been on he my bench for, for like uh, three, three, four weeks now. So. Sitting on your bench, you may have to bring him off your bench. I might, uh, I might. Baltimore blows out Seattle thirty-seven to three. One week after they blew out Detroit, uh, the Ravens are seven and two and looking very good. The Seahawks fall into a first-place tie with the idle 49ers. Also in the bad category, Frank Reich and the Carolina Panthers. They have the league's worst record after they were handled by uh, Reich's former squad, the Indianapolis Colts, beat them 27-13. to On we go to the ugly. There was plenty of ugly in the National Football League yesterday, led by the New York football giants, who again lose their quarterback, Daniel Jones, who again show nothing on offense. And the Las Vegas Raiders seem like they have a rebirth without Josh McDaniels. O'Connell's under center. Jacobs the lone tailback. Snap. Handoff Jacobs. Cuts in the hole. Right side at the one. Pushing forward. Touchdown Raiders! Josh Jacobs caps off a wonderful drive. Raiders blow out the uh, New York football giants 30-6. to Antonio Pierce has a win in his coaching debut. Josh McDaniels had to be watching this game, if he was watching it at all, going... Where was this when I was the coach? Well, you know what, coach? You just weren't capable of bringing it out of them. The Raiders looked like a pretty good team yesterday, actually. I mean, what do you know? Uh, they gave the ball to yeah. – they tried to get the ball to their best players. They just played – they played inspired yesterday. That's that's a lot of yes, points for were. that Raiders team. Uh, yeah, it's the most points they scored is. all year, I don't I think, think they've been up there all yeah, anywhere close to that under Josh McDaniels. Speaking of scoring points, the Arizona Cardinals didn't get any. Uh, the Clayton Toon era began and probably ended 
with 58 yards passing and two interceptions. And the Cleveland Browns frolicked in an easy victory. Ford in the backfield with Watson on third down. Back to throw, middle of the end zone. Throws to Njoku for the score. David Njoku with a touchdown grab from Deshaun Watson. Uh... Oh, that always does my heart good. Deshaun Watson threw a TD pass. Good you know, him. you know that it, it definitely has ended because there's already reports that Kyler Murray, assuming he doesn't have a setback, will start next week. So yeah. it came and went. You know, that's a that's yes, a hang did. with him for Clayton. Is it Clayton Tune? Because he he went up against one of the strongest defenses in the NFL with barely a team. So hey, as it <laughs> is in most professional sports, there's an opportunity, yeah, a window of opportunity. It. You got to seize it, yep. or it could close very fast. Yep. Yeah, it sounds like it closed on him. The uh, final ugly yesterday was the former Super Bowl champion, the Los Angeles Rams. They won the title two years ago. Now they continue to pay for recent uh, signings that they made to win that Super Bowl. With no Matthew Stafford, the Rams were no match for the mediocre Packers. Dylan to the right side of the quarterback glove. Jones in the slot right now. He orbit routes to the left, and they fake the pass to Jones. Swing it over the middle. Musgrave, 10, the end zone. Touchdown! You know, Wayne Larravee is a really excellent play-by-play announcer. That call is not going to go in his personal <laughs> I was just thing. thinking, he had a really hard <laughs> yeah, time figuring out where that ball was. He had a really hard time figuring that out. Uh, Packers beat the Rams 20-3. to What is the Rams' record now, Scrape? 3-6, and 2-7, and seven, I couldn't like tell that. you. It's I mean, not good. Are, but I'm ready yeah. for Sean yeah, McVay really... to do a, do a pull of Sean McVay from last year again and What's that? Start threatening of, to quit? Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Chris, for, for putting that out there. Because he well, did that last you know, year when they started it, it getting goes, bad. It goes to show you just how hard the quarterback position is in the NFL. I mean, these guys uh, come in there off the bench, and they just look like they don't even belong in the league. I mean, uh, that New York Giants uh, quarterback, what's his name? Tommy? Tommy DeVito. Uh, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Hey, you see that kid Tommy I mean, DeVito you know, yesterday? Man, that kid can't play quarterback. Not very well, and neither Who can the Rams that? back up. I, I don't know. What was that? <laughs> it was every time I hear Tommy DeVito, I'm like, that's the perfect name for a New York Giants quarterback. And I can just imagine the guys around the water cooler be like, man, that Tommy DeVito got nothing. I don't think the New York Giants think he's the perfect quarterback for the New York Giants. <laughs> I hope But not. he's going to have to be because they've lost Daniel Jones now to a torn ACL. They've lost uh, to Rod Taylor, so... The Giants look like they are uh, two and seven and going south Trouble. from there. Yeah. All right, that wraps up the good, the bad, and the ugly this week. Good job on the highlights, Mr. Scraby. Thanks. Good job. So, I'm what did you guys think of the Dolphins game in in general? Are I, you as are you as are you as heartbroken or not? I'm not heartbroken. I'm, I'm just not so as down d- on them. I'm not as down on miserable the, performance. Yeah, I'm not as down on them as you are. Um, they did. Yeah. They certainly didn't play well offensively. Uh, Give the Chiefs some credit. They're much better defense this year than they have been, I think, at probably any time in this run that they've yeah. had. Uh, I was encouraged, once again, by the Dolphins' defense. I thought they gave up that 21 pretty quick and then didn't give up anything the rest of the ball game. Um, but, you know, and I, and I think uh, your head coach hit on it. Uh, Mike McDaniel. Mike, yeah, he, he said... 
you know, if you want to change the narrative, you got to actually do something about it. Change it. You got to go out. You got to win against the yeah. good teams. You you got to continue to do the things against the bad teams, but you got to start winning against the good teams. I think when you it seems simple, but when you have some leadership like that, I think I think it I think it's going to change. I don't I I'm not sold on Tua, but I'm probably not as down on him as you are right now, Chris. I think they're the worst team in the AFC right now. So, <laughs> no, I was I was actually pretty surprised that they because when they when the Chiefs went down and scored that seven points really quick, I was like, uh oh, this is going to be a bad day for the it's Dolphins. Going to be ugly. And then they they got together. Uh, they need to figure out how to get Ty, like Tyreek is obviously going to be triple teamed, but they need to figure out how to get him the ball because that's really I mean, how they, they win. When he, had, when he had two guys on him, he found a way. I don't know if you guys saw that play. He, he signaled to Tua that I got two on me and then still beat the double team. <laughs> See, that is pretty awesome. Hmm. But <laughs> anyway. Either that or maybe Jalen Waddle ought to get open once in a while. Again. That's who. Yeah, that, we haven't heard much that's from Jaden. All right, Daily Gambit next, 97.3 The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.